I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, you. Yeah, you. You looking for a Pokemon podcast? What about one where the uh, host looks like Tom from MySpace? Yeah? Well, have a seat and listen up because coming to you live from the top Lavender Town Radio Tower. It's the one and only Puckle Podcast. Hit it, boys. It's Puckle! Puckle! It's Puckle! Puckle! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah. Puckle! Grab your friends, it's that time Come again! Yeah. Listen to the shit with the phone that we're at. It's Bucko. Bucko. Oh yeah. Bucko. Your host, Trigger Dash, and your co-host, whatever you have. Bucko. Bucko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bucko. And welcome to the 308th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my stupendous co-host, Dr. Shamu. And your buddy, Basket. And as always, we're here to bring you the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name that I made Shamu come up with in 2007. Yep. And on, on top of that, we talk everything Pokemon, whether it be the video game, the trading card game, uh, we have basket today, and that's going to be great. Um, and then we're also we also talk everything else in between. I don't know what else there is in between, but we do. We talk everything. We talk everything. The manga. If you if you want your Pokemon Adventures issue volume thirteen, I think that's gold and silver. Boom. We're going to talk about it. Not today, but another day. <laughs> and so let's start the show off how we started off every week. First of all, welcome if you're new, and welcome back if you're old. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, I want to ask you guys what you've been up to in Pokemon lately. Shamu, it's been a really long time since I talked to you. Yeah. So tell me what's going on in your life. I'm trying to remember if it happened. I think it actually was already <laughs> for last week, but that shiny hunt's now over. Oh, your shiny hunt's over? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're telling me about it. Which, which, what is your shiny hunt? I, I didn't pay attention. It's already it's, it's done. It's, it's caught. <laughs> it's going to sit in my box for about four years and not be touched. Wait, Jingmo. Wait, you got Jingmo? Hakamo. Oh, Hackam! It's almost the same thing. Yeah. No, I've got I've got That's, the pink yellow abomination. I like that we forced you to shiny hunt. Yeah. We should talk about that. I want to talk about some of the viewer numbers and stuff. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> well, they weren't the they weren't the uh, the highest. <laughs> <laughs> I felt fairly alone most of the time. All alone, all alone in your uh, in your room. Existed, it's fine. Yeah. It, <laughs> I'm either gonna raise it up, or I'm just gonna make them a. People like the payoff, not the sludge. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm either gonna level it up, or I'm gonna make some horrendous set with Hakamo. 
We should take your we should take your VOD and just like cut it to where you found it and we'll put it on YouTube. I don't know if I even have it. Those those are like my worst <laughs> those are my least favorite YouTube videos, yeah. by the way. It's like four seconds of finding a shiny, it's like why? Yeah. I really I really hate the ones where people take like the two minutes of them like finding a shiny Pokemon in their streams. I just I can't stand it sometimes. <laughs> like I I understand why some streamers get away with it. Like I understand. Yeah. Yeah, if you're like a personality people like like A Drive, A Drive's a perfect person to get away with this because he has a personality, people want to talk to him, people want to and, and it's like the perfect thing to do like to play Pokemon but also interact with your fans. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of brings them all together. They want to like watch you and help you succeed. And at the same time it it's it's passive enough that you can kind of just interact with people on a basis on a regular basis. That's the thing. I don't think we're worth that yet. I don't think people like us enough. Uh, you're not wrong. But mostly me. But well, that's good. Anything else, Shamu? Or can I move on? Just move on. Okay, Basket, what have you been up to? It's been a while. You've actually been a while. Shamu was last week. He doesn't count. <laughs> I've been doing more Pokemon Sun and Moon Nuzlocks. And oh, yeah? right now I just ran into a problem where I lost like three of my Pokemon. <laughs> and um, so now <laughs> where I have was to uh, rebuild my team. I have plenty of friends in the box that I can choose from. But... Mm-hmm. The type coverage just isn't there. Like, I really, really need a fire one, and it's extremely hard to get a fire Pokemon if you don't start <laughs> out with Incineroar. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so... That's true. I'm kind of, what you could have done is specifically played on, like, I think it's Sunday or something like that, and you or Tuesday, and then gotten a Cyndaquil on Melee Melee without, like, going into the area. Really? Or you can get an Oricorio. Yeah, through the island scan. <laughs> Oricorio was always there. Oh my gosh, shut up about Oricorio. Yeah, but Oricorio, I, I do not like Oricorio. <laughs> Nobody likes Oricorio, it's I think fine. I leave the call. I'm sorry. <laughs> I need to go. Yeah, I need um, to leave, I need to leave. We can't... Bye. So I haven't played it in probably like two days, and I've been on a huge kick, just because of the fact that I don't want to, you know, level up all those Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, no, that's... Uh, that's cool though. Like, have you been playing any TCG though? Yes, yes, I've been playing a lot of that. I can't even tell you how much I love Galissapod GX, dude. I've been playing that too. What what kind of variant have you been playing? So I'm doing um, Galissapod GX, the Tapu Coco promo. Okay, yeah. With Flying Flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Zoroark. Yeah, I've been playing the exact. We're playing the same deck. It's awesome. I mean, the amount of crap you can get away with with that deck. You know, like you, you mm-hmm. think, you think, oh man, how how am I gonna get Glissopod out there to to do that attack? I really need it right now, and just the amount of leeway you have in that deck is so awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's so much fun. I really love that deck. It's it's a lot of fun. Uh, the one that uh, that my wife just built was she just built Darkrai GX with uh, Darkrai EX. Uh huh. That one's been a lot of fun because she can, like, the whole idea is you get Darkrai EX, that's your main attacker, but then you just keep dumping the Darkrai GX into your discard so that you can pull them out with the yeah, dark energy. Yeah. And so that one's a lot of fun as well. I think yeah, she really got the hang of it, like, real fast. That that deck can be pretty hard to deal with. It, that, one's, that one's a lot of fun. So as for myself, Pokemon-wise, I've been working on a lot of nonsense. I did my Draft League battle. I lost... To Lithari. Good game to him, though. He played really well. I We are the Chicago Bear Ticks. Oh, okay. okay. It's really nice. And then we also <laughs> have... Well, we did that. I also... I played some TCG, obviously. And then I've been working on a few other things. Working on YouTube videos. Work, I, I'm working on some more projects that, like, hopefully will come to fruition in the future. That reminds me. Yes. The show, we should We, we uh, should talk definitely talk. My, uh... Yeah. I know. I, we should talk. I agree with you. 
entirely. <laughs> we were talking about that the other day. And so let's see. Yeah, I think that's it for me Pokemon-wise. It wasn't like super exciting. I've been working on that. We've been working on getting the T Public store running. That's that's almost ready. Well, it, it's already up. You can go buy t-shirts now if you want a t-shirt. They do a lot of sales, by the way. For anybody like wondering. Yeah. They do sales like I swear to I swear like every two weeks. They're like their shirts are just on sale. And some of those shirts are pretty cool too. I like Yeah. Them. Exactly. And so it's really nice because we can like advertise for other people and then we can get some commission from that as well. So it's a great way to support the Puckle Podcast. <laughs> Shameless, shameless <laughs> plug for us there. But no, really, don't don't like buy things because you feel like you need to. Definitely like feed your families and take care of yourself. <laughs> well, there's there's been some news that happened this week, and I think we're gonna have a longer news segment. So let's kick on on over. Let's cue the epic music. <laughs> And on to the news. Uh, in the news, we're going to have a few things. So first of all, the uh, Pokemon Power Z-Ring toy. I think that's what it's called, the Power Z-Ring now. Am I right, Shamu? Something like that. I don't even know. It's called the Power Z-Ring. It's the new toy, essentially. It's essentially a Z-Ring, but it comes. it's black and it comes with different crystals. And it probably rotates the crystals. And so that, that was leaked, and it also confirmed that Mimikyu is getting its own exclusive Z-Move. So that's really interesting. We all pretty much knew that was happening with like Lycanroc getting its own Z-Move because you can remember the first Direct where we got the Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon leaks or announcements, I should say. We saw like a little clip of Mimikyu moving. It's essentially that. It's getting its own Z-Move, which is, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure there will be a select few Pokemon fans that will be super excited. It, it might in fact even be viable depending on what it does because like with Mimikyu's disguise, Mimikyu's not actually a bad Pokemon kind of predictable in a way well it's just like como like this it it's como z move is i think going to make it somewhat relevant for vgc this year oh yeah no that z move is incredible giving it was a plus mm -hmm. one and everything yeah i think it i think it's omni boost yeah and omni boost is always good like and it's easily accessible it's not like it's like oh xerneas with geomancy Mm -hmm. oh okay you're not going to really see xerneas in generic play because it's not going to be allowed in vgc unless it's like the legendary one just like, wait till 2019 when everybody quits playing Pokemon again. Yeah, that or Uber. It's like, not very common. That's what that's what happened in 2016. You laugh, Basket, but that's what happened. <laughs> everybody complained in 2016 so hard, and I thought 2016 was a great meta compared to 2015. I thought it was. I thought it was so much better. It was a. It was a whole lot more fun to watch. 20, yeah, 2015, I felt, was super stagnant. That was probably the only VGC meta that got incredibly stagnant. There's there's going to be an email later in the mailbag segment that hits upon this, and I really wanted to like pull it apart and actually talk about it. So I don't want to talk too much about the VGC meta um, and some reactions to it. But yeah, I, it, it's, uh, I, I think what they're doing now is, is fine. So in addition to the Mimikyu Z-Move getting leaked, we actually got a Koro Koro leak that later turned in all that information turned into a trailer in, during the week. Because it looks like, because we're we're only like four weeks out, I think, from Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, uh, by the way. Yeah. Um, I think it's only four weeks. Uh, like yeah, it. there are four more episodes of Puckle before we do our live show. Yes. Oh, that's going to so, be fun. Yeah. Oh. So there's four more ep four more regular Puckle episodes before we get to that live one. Are we with, doing that on uh, a Saturday? With, yes, okay, like perfect. always. Perfect. So with that trailer, we got more exclusive Z-Moves for Lunala, Solgaleo, and I guess Necrozma, because both the Necrozma forms can use the uh, Solgaleo and Lunala Z-Moves. 
Yeah. Searing Sunray Smash is uh, Sogaleo's. And Menacing Moonray's Maelstrom. I just, I can't get over because it it's just like, we decided to just take the same letter and just beat it to death for this move. Yeah. Their names are almost as long as the animations. Oh my gosh, those animations are so long. <laughs> I know. Like, during the trailer, I was just like, can this be over yet? <laughs> I wish they wouldn't have shown us. I wish they would have just been like, they get exclusive Z moves. That one's up, yeah. I would have rather liked to see those in game. And I would have been like, oh my god. Yeah, I would have freaked out if I saw it in game. And then that would have been it. I, I would have used it once and been like, never again, because I'm not taking 27 turns to do a battle. <laughs> so then we also get Necrozma, and it gets its own z- signature move as well, and Photon Geyser. Another one, technically. I, that's not a Z move. Oh, it, wait, well, no, it... no, but it already gets a move. It's, it's Prismatic Laser or whatever. Prismatic Laser, that's right. Photon Geyser, which compares a special attack and attack of Necrozma, and it picks the higher one and uses that for the attack calculate for the damage calculation. That's interesting, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's not it's bad. Meh. It's I, I, meh. I think it's probably going to be viable, but it's just, just going to be like Maybe depending I, on the base damage. While we're on the topic of Z moves, for anybody who's doing a uh, Nuzlocke on uh, Sun or Moon, Normalium Z and Gyarados with Thrash, that is oh. everything. So if you got trouble <laughs> and you can pick up a Magikarp or chain for a, if, if that's in your Nuzlocke rule, chain for a, a Gyarados, then mm-hmm. uh, holy crap. Like, you can be taking everything out. Because when you get the Gyarados, no matter what level it is, I believe it has Thrash already. Like, if it comes... Yeah, oh, yeah I, level 20. I think level 20 is uh, is a move it learns. Let's, you know what? For science, we're going to check this. I'm pretty sure it is. That was, like, a level 1 move. I, I agree. I um, or it's the evolution move. That too. Yeah. Because they just added in that evolution move nonsense. Which is nice, but also kind of yeah. annoying. Let's see. For, like... Yeah, because you you catch it, like, if you go across your first Magikarp, uh, I believe the first time you can get a Magikarp, you can also, it's during the water trial, and you can also, like, wait for it to summon a friend, and... Yeah, you can ask a Yeah, There's probably a chance for that as a Gyarados. Yeah, if you catch that Gyarados, I'm pretty positive it starts out with Thrash, and you have your Normalium Z, and so you're ready to just, like, train wreck... First yeah, island. Th- thrash is uh, thrash is a uh, what is it called? It is a level one move, Shamu. Yeah. You are correct. Okay. Um, I'm gonna look at those chances, but yeah, that's not a bad idea at all. So, it, more interestingly, I think the Rotom Dex is probably the star of this trailer because oh this, tra- yeah. this trailer wasn't super. Um, I, I don't personally, I didn't think find it super exciting. You guys can choose to disagree with me. It, it uh, wasn't exciting, but it was really nice to have. Yeah, it was nice just to, like, get some confirmation, which is nice. But the Rotom Dex uh, essentially turns into uh, Mr. Bonding. You can get new abilities from the Roto Lotto that are essentially, what's it called? What am I thinking of? O-Powers, uh, where you can speed up hatching, you can gain more experience, so on and so forth. And you unlock this by going through the, I already said this, the Roto Lotto. That's the English translation for it. And so... It's interesting. You get items through it, but it's not exciting. I think what's more exciting is, one, you get to interact with Rotom, which is how you unlock this Rotom lottery, which I think builds into Rotom a little bit more, because last time it was just annoying, like, on the bottom screen. Yeah. You have to have interaction, and you, like, go back yeah. and forth a bit, and it's like... I'm a fan of that, though. If it's anything like the anime, it might be a little too much. The more exciting thing, though, is the Z-Rotom power that can give you a second Z-move. Did it actually say second, or did it say another? It says second in the in the official website. It says second. It says, okay, I want to make sure I'm like 
I didn't remember, I, that's what I assumed, it was just, like, one more, but I didn't know if it, like, it was vague enough where it could have been multiple. No, it says... If it says second, that's, yeah, that's it. It says second Z move, which is really interesting. I doubt that'll be on any sort of actual, like, oh, I doubt. play. No, no, it's gonna be a lot of fun like, through the game, and I doubt yeah. we're gonna get it in the in competitive play. It's gonna be just, like, I know that was something that Viger brought up in our chats. It's like Pokemon Ami type thing. It's just like yeah, I would say I would say it's equivalent to that where you can get like the Pokemon to miss. Yeah, it's like oh, your Pokemon hung on, hung on a crit, a crit. It's like it's just yeah. one of those things. It's not going to mm-hmm. actually be put into the game mode. Like if you're playing with another person, it's not going to be put into it. Yeah, but it's in the main story just to enjoy that more. And I think it's going to be one of those things, or the Wonder Launcher. That was a thing for a while back in Gen Five. You guys don't think that it'll be in for competitive? No. No. Because oh, when I when I heard that, I was like, wow, competitive scene is going to be insane. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, I think that was the reaction of a lot of people. A lot uh, of people thought it, but with how it, how things are set up, like, I've, I'm just comparing it to Pokemon Ami, because that's initially what I thought of, mm-hmm. if you're interacting with it, because you're not going to have it right, right off the bat. Generally, if it was something you had right off the bat, then I would consider it. But mm-hmm. it's not. It's just like you actually have to build your way up towards it. Because also with me, if like if you could just have all that right off the bat, then that would be put into competitive play. Pokemon has like, a really large history of this. They have always had a really large history of this with ha- putting in like little secrets in the game that only affect your gameplay, but not PvP. Right. Like <laughs> Z ring. Um, it's but, like I'm moving it and it press the button. Yeah. So. All the way back to Gen 1, by the way. This actually was a thing. Because if you remember in Gen 1, you got the badges and they're like, it boosts your attack stat when you have this badge. That was an artificial gain that they only did through the playthrough. Um, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a thing you would see in PvP battles. Same thing happened in Gen 2. Gen 3 might not have been as blatant about it. I don't think it really was. I don't remember seeing Gen that. 5 with the Wonder Launcher is another example. Gen 6 with Pokemon Ami, that's another one. And... Anything that's going to do that, because I think second Z-move in, like, competitive, like you said, would be insane. Yeah. Now, could it be in competitive? Absolutely, because they could just be like, forget you, Thatch, we decided to break all of our conventions. (laughs) I feel like giving two Z-moves in a battle would be absolutely nuts in VGC. Because you have four Pokemon, and then two of them can just launch off, like, these super powerful moves. It would shorten shorten VGC so much. The reason why I thought it would be cool is it would give you more inclination to use the Z status moves. Because most of the time, mm. the, only, the only Z moves I see... Like the attack-based yeah. ones. Yeah. No, there's like... Uh, I, I could see that. I see, I still see a good mo- amount in VG... Or not in VGC, but in, uh, in competitive, you'll see a lot of Z status moves. Well, I only see Z status moves for like, for like weather, though. Uh, I've seen those actually. Uh, I, I think Rotom Rotom Wash will sometimes run uh, yeah. Z Rain Dance. Because it's plus one speed. Yeah. yeah, you get a plus one speed on top of that, yeah. which is really nice. It's just the thing with like most of those like status Z moves. They're just like, oh, all your stats return to normal. Yeah, a oh, lot. Your status is like healed or something. It's like it's yeah. like they're very subpar and they don't really mm-hmm. matter. Like re- returning your stats to normal, that's not going to ever really matter in competitive because you can just switch and fix it. Mm-hmm. In the game, like, in a playthrough, yeah, you might be more tempted to use that, because, like, oh, your last mod against the trainer, here, I'll just do that and fix it. It's like... I, I could definitely see the then, playthrough. I could see the like, advantages in the playthrough. Well, there's there's some of them, too. Like, I, I believe Z Thunder Wave does something like... It, like, boosts speed yeah. as well. Like, it does... A lot of them um, do that. A lot of them will just yeah, pick, like, so, a stat and then just boost it. Yeah, so I, I just thought that that would be 
something that would be more viable if you had two options? Uh, I I think it would be more used to just like abuse something. Like uh, I think the biggest one would be yeah. you can recharge your Z move right. And I mean, if it's two different Z moves, that's a good question. Like if it, if it's forcing you to use two different Z moves, we can talk. But if you can just recharge your Z move and say, like you have Porygon Z with Hyper Beam, and you just click Breakneck Blitz, right? And then just like, oh, you can do it again. That's like literally two erase buttons. That that's what that is because Porygon Z is gonna go first, and you're just gonna get two erase buttons on that. Yeah, and if, even if you do EV too now, like yeah, like oh EV, my, oh my get, gosh, you get plus four to everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. No, that's not good. That's yeah, never I, good. I did, I think in a competitive sense, we won't see something like that. Just because I, I feel like it would break Pokemon as a competitive game. Because then, it, then it's eventually probably going to get to a point where like, oh, you can like Mega as many times as you want, Z-Move as many times as you want. Probably won't ever happen. But like, I it, don't think the Mega it, thing it, will ever happen. Like, it'll get to the point where it's not... It's like, you don't even really have moves. You just have like, oh, I use this move to make my Z-Move stronger. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, it, may, it just kind of ruins the fact that a Z-Move is a once-per-battle thing. Yeah. I really hope that Megas are more prevalent in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I think they will be. I think. I, think I, so. I don't know if we're going to get the Mega Ring sooner, but I think it's going to be easier to get some of the Pokemon that Mega Evolve. Maybe they'll like be... incorporate it with the Power well, Ring. Well, so they're turning off the uh, the codes for um, for the Mega Stones at yeah. the end of this month for Sun and Moon. I'm assuming that when Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon come out, you're going to be able to access all of the Mega Stones in those games. I kind of want to do the hunt again. I liked hunting for the Mega Stones. Dude, I would, love to, I would love to hunt for the Mega Stones instead of just going to Battle Tree. Yeah, that was like, I enjoyed that. Because it gives you like an actual, like, another little, little thing to do post-game. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's like, oh, let me go hunt for these, like the Zygarde cells. Like, that wasn't bad, but it wasn't really good because it was like 100. Which is yeah, 100, 100 little ones. But it's, like, it's like the Korok seeds in uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, like, I don't mind hunting for like <laughs> 20, 30, 40 Mega Stones. Because like, it's not the best, but I'd rather hunt for those instead of like parts of a Zygarde. Yeah, that makes sense. Seriously, like, seriously, like I don't know if you guys uh, were you know compelled to go through and find all those, but that was the last thing on my mind. I did not care at all. Oh, it's what? worse because some of them only show up at night, and sh- some of them only show up at day. Yeah, like you can't just wow. sit down and do it once and like marathon it. You have to like time it out. It's absolutely stupid. Like, I do a chunk of them during the day and then the rest during the night. Mm-hmm. Well, no, technically you didn't have to. You'd have to do, like, all the day once. Then you, if you beat the game, you can go through the portal to go to the night. That's true. That's that true. That way. But it still means, like, you still got to go through all of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, this one, oh, wait, it's supposed to be, like, be only during night. If you don't, like, if you don't have a guide, that stuff's impossible. Oh, absolutely. Like, there's no I way you're probably going to find them all naturally. I buy the guides, though, because oh, no, most of the I time just... they make them nice hardcover. They make nice hardcover ones for yeah. Pokemon now. I, I only buy them with the hardcover. I like looking like I'm a, I'm a well-read intellectual, but instead it's oh, just yeah. Pokemon guidebooks <laughs> on my bookshelf. Oh, yeah, no, like, I do the same thing. Like, if it's a soft cover, I'm not going to buy it now. If it's a yeah. hardcover, I'll spend, like, and I'll spend an extra 10 bucks on it. Sure, who cares? Absolutely. Like, I got the black and white 2 one, I think. Or is that black and white? I can't tell. It's too far away. Like... Like, I've got, like, hard covers for all of the most recent ones, and I'm, mm-hmm. I still have all the old ones. Like, the platinum one that's, like, massive. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that one. You can kill someone with that thing. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> like, I, I haven't tested it out. There's no actual proof. Maybe, um... 
Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay, you're done. You're done. We're we're moving on. Uh, so last thing is the European International got scheduled, and I think I announced this already, but the registration is now open for it if you plan on going to London this year. Um, London 17th to the 19th, so the weekend of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon's release, uh, is the inter- European International. Um, yeah, it's going to be still with the old VGC 16, or not 16, VGC 17 rules. Um, it's not going to be using Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, obviously, since they don't come out until the 17th. And that would be absurd to exp- Dude, that would be a great meta, actually. That'd be fun. People, like, get the game and it's just like, hey, you've got five hours, then take your team. <laughs> and then we just see like we see this like stupid meta like that would be great i want to see just like this stupid meta of oh man i've got a rowlet uh, <laughs> yeah oh my gosh tackle and a, i would i would love to see it i would love to see it because then they would just make that international like absolute absolute just like luck based no oh, yeah, it would be fantastic i want to see a meta with tackle viable that's what i want to see yeah there we go and then uh, <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, that's not happening, but we're gonna get. There's gonna be more internationals along the way as well. I want to close it out with some puckle news, real quick. I didn't put it on the on your outlines because I was talking to somebody beforehand. But uh, the draft league battles are going on. You can watch them on YouTube right now. I think week six just finished up. However, in real life draft league, there's only I think um, another two weeks left, or not two weeks, another another four weeks left in the regular season, and then we have playoffs. So we're going to be gearing up for uh, for our in-between season thing that we want to do. And we, we've been talking about it, and we think we're going to do a multi-battle league, which is going to be a lot of fun, um, because that is the least competitive meta you could ever be in, is the multi-battle league. <laughs> oh, uh, because um, both sides get, like, two megas, two Z-moves. It's gross. It's going to be a lot of fun. And so... <laughs> Oh, it'll be so uh, much fun. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so we, we're not opening up applications right now. I'm just making people aware of it existing. If we do make an announcement for applications being open, it will be done on the YouTube first. So if you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel to get those notifications, if you want to participate, that's where you need to go to find out beforehand. Because as soon as we find, I think we're only letting in eight teams. So that's 16 people. Um, yeah, as soon as we find 16 people that like fulfill the application requirements, we're going to just kind of close it. And so it's going to be a first come first serve thing to an extent. That is all I wanted to hit on. We're going to change things over and we're going to go to Puckle's Poke Quiz where we're going to quiz your co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we're going to quiz your co-hosts on their innate Pokemon knowledge. Of course, that means, guys, no internet. You just got to use what's in your heads. None of that nonsense. You guys are playing first one to first person to 30 points. We just had to start a fresh one a couple weeks ago because Snag finally hit that. Um, it, that one was close, though. It ended up with like a lot of people really close to 30. So let's see if we can do the same thing here. Uh, Shamu, you are within shooting distance of first place, just to let you know. Okay. Uh, basket you're also in shooting place of second place so <laughs> oh nice with one point yeah <laughs> yeah you have one point right now so uh one point plus whatever you get here today and as long as you beat five you're <laughs> you're in second place <laughs> okay <laughs> um so uh, if you guys are ready we'll jump right on into it all right 
Alright, so question number one comes to us from Claude9. He wants to know, what ability is available on the most Pokemon? So what's the most common ability, essentially? Most common ability. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, it's hard, actually. Um, trying to think. It's not Intimidate, uh, right off the bat. Um, Pickup fairly common. I think Own Tempo is as well. Um, the, the starter, uh, abilities are pretty common, like the blaze and stuff like that. Oh, that's that. But it's gotta be one that's more than the res- more than the others. Right. Because that's got an even amount, I believe. Um, god. You of course have a hint as well, let me, let me remind yeah. you to, to use. I don't know if um, I want to use it on this one, though. I'd rather save it for, like, a two-pointer, generally. Yeah, that um, that sounds smart. <laughs> um, like if this question were later on, I would say yes, but as a starter, no, I'm not gonna. These aren't in terms of like raising difficulty, unfortunately. So, what about ones that like? What What about the weather? The weather one or the ones that help with weather? No, there's there's like the torrents and those. Those would be more common than these. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, like, like the the stuff that. Like, the Pokemon have them that, like... Like, for instance, Rain tra- rain Team, Swift Swim. Swift, yeah, but Swift, Swift Swim still is probably less than Torrent or Overgrow. Like, there's... It's something much more generic, and I, I'm, like... I'm trying to think of, like, what what are the first Pokemon? Kenai, um... Kenai might actually be up there. Um... I'm gonna need an answer. Oh, man. Um... How many how many Pokemon have levitate? Um, not a lot, I don't think. This, or is that? I've, we can go levitate. I don't. I really don't know at this point. Anything works. Um, is that your final answer? We're gonna take levitate. Uh, it's up to you. I don't know. I I, I feel like Swift Swim is really common. To be completely honest, I, it's, it's up to you. Because at this point, I really have no okay, idea. Okay, I'm gonna say Swift Swim. <laughs> Swift Swim is unfortunately incorrect. Um, so it turns out that the answer is actually uh, it is actually Sturdy. Oh, uh, Sturdy's on like forty-one Pokemon. Whoa! I would have individually. Yeah, that. I would well, maybe forty-one's like a sixteenth of like all Pokemon that exist. So, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm surprised you guys didn't hit Sturdy. Were we were we talking about like? Does does that count for like the evolutions as well? Like each individual evolution? Um, no, it just is just individual Pokemon. Oh. Yeah, because like think about the Lolan Golem line. That's six Pokemon right there, or the Golem line, I should say. Yeah, and then you have like Gigalith, and then that's another. Yeah. See if I yeah. if I hit, I didn't even get the sturdy. I was just thinking about really generic Pokemon. That's all I was thinking. Yeah. Like, I thought Kenai. I was like Kenai's on a lot of like initial Pokemon, and you also have some later ones that mm-hmm. have it too for some reason. All right. Well, we'll move on to question two, and you guys can redeem yourself. Yeah, maybe. Um, so this is, this is another question that requires a number for an answer, so I'm going to give you a plus or minus two here. Um, how many Pokemon families contain branched evolutions? Just the oh. families in general, not oh, not so Pokemon. Like, like, we'll say, like, the Oddish line. It's split into, like, that. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So how and, many of those types of evolutions are there? And would I assume this would count Eevee? Yes, we'll count Eevee. Okay, because I'm like... And so it's like, okay, so Eevee's technically one branched evolution. Or the, yeah, just one. It just counts as one. That's why I wanted to know. Because okay. you want to do by family. You want to do yeah, it by, yeah. like... That's right. I want to make sure before, like, that we're just counting 
the, like that's yes. the time. Okay. Right. So right there we have one. We have Oddish, which is two. Mm-hmm. There is um what other weather in Gen One? Are there any other in Gen One? Um I'm trying to think. I don't know. Um and then there's but I I know there's the slow bro in Gen two. The slow bro, yep. Um Gen two Poly World? Polywag. Polywag, there we go. That's four. Uh we have Gallade and Kurt and Gardevoir, that's five. Um Glalie, six. Um hmm. What are the things that Dawnstone and Duskstone were used on? That was for us last on Curlia. Shoot. Um Branch Devolutions. Things with like male and female counterparts. Yeah. That doesn't no, well, it's not always. The oh, case. uh um uh Nido King. Nido King No, no, those are actually separate lines. Oh oh. Because neither and female, yeah, neither and male. Right. Man. Let's try to think. Gen four introduced some stuff, I saw it. Maybe not. Actually, thinking like I'm gonna need a number. Like uh, Lichen Rock. Lichen Rock. That's seven. Um, I guess seven. Well, we could say eight. No, wait, no, wait. If we go a plus off plus two. That'd be nine. (laughs) 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 Gotta do the math. So if we say nine, we should be good. Okay. Is that is that your final answer? You're gonna say nine? Yep. Yeah. Oh, all right. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Uh, that's not. You're close to inside the boundaries. If you would have said ten, I would have taken it because uh, the answer is thirteen. I knew there's more. Uh, I just there's thirteen. Three. Now I'd list them off to you, but the Burmy. next question kind oh, of mother. the next. <laughs> Forgot about Burmy. Uh, the que- it, the, it rolls into this question here. Um, this next question is uh, so it turns out that two of these branched evolutions were included in Generation 7. What are the two branched evolution lines? And I'm sure you already know one, because you've mentioned one. Generation 7 branched evolutions, there's two of them. Oh, because the Alolan forms, isn't it? Is that what, is that counter technically? No. No. Oh. It doesn't count because, because the, the, um, the first evolution, well, I guess Meowth. One of them's, one of them's Lycanroc. It doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, one of them's Lycanroc. You already got it. Okay. Um, shoot. So separating the two different things from Generation Seven. There's another Generation Seven Pokemon that splits into another oh evo- that has a uh, branched Osmond. evolution line. Yeah, that's it. Is that your final yes. answer? It, yeah, it's Cosmo Cosmo. That is correct. You guys are on the board with two points. Yeah. Uh, All yeah. Right. All Can right. I still get the five. <laughs> Oops. Uh, Can I still get the five? Oh, wait, was uh, no. Two- you can get four today. You get was four that a today. Yeah, it was a two-pointer. Oh, one for Lycanroc and one for Cosmog. So, oh, damn. Oh, well. Um, all right. So next one is, uh, what generation did not include any new fossil Pokemon? That was generation not five, not six. That was seven. seven, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's your final. Yeah. Uh, I get, there's technically two answers, but that is correct. The other one would be Gen 2. Uh, um, that is correct. Gen 2 is the other one. I did not realize that was a two-part question. Uh, so, um, no, I'm not going to do any shenanigans because I'm just going to get some crap in the chat. So, uh, three points for you guys today. <laughs> um, so, as I always ask you guys every week, I always ask you guys a, a base stat question. And so, uh, this week, this t- the type is going to be steel. So, I want to know, what is 
the steel type Pokemon with the highest base speed? Oh. Steel type highest base speed. Um. Would would that would fastest that be, speed? Would that be car- Cartana? Um, probably. Um, it's only like one hundred nine though. Actually, no, 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 it's not. No, because Metagross, Mega Metagross is higher, and I assume we're including Megas. Yes, we are including Megas. Can we just use their hint too? Because. Oh yeah, you could use the hint. Um, Maybe it is well. a Mega. Oh, that helps. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah, so Mega Metagross is probably already there. I'm trying to think of any other Steel type Mega that's faster. Um. Maybe 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 Steel type Megas. It's a dual type. Well, that that's Met. Mega Scizor. No, it's it's like seventy. Not up there. Okay. Um. Because we got to beat one ten right now. Right. And uh, trying to sit. Oh, were there legendaries? Were there a legendary Steel type that Mega? No. No, the only the only one I can think of are Mewtwo. And then Deonsi. Oh, man. Um, it's a dual type, well, and it's a Mega. Yeah. Those are your hints. That didn't help that much. Uh, mega, mega Lucario, really? maybe? How fast is he? Oh, oh, shoot. Oh, God, I don't know. I don't look at Lucario anymore because it's not... In play. I'm gonna need an answer. Oh god. Um. Metagross or Lucario, and I don't know which one. I don't know. Flip a coin. Do I have let's do, I need an let's answer? do Lucario, I think. I don't know. I, I cause I can't okay. I can't see Metagross. I mean I know I know their forms don't really help out a lot, but like I feel like I don't know. I feel like Black and Rock should. Because I can tell you right now, Metagross has one ten. That's a fact. I don't. Know I need an answer. I need an answer. I'll leave it to you. You can judge. You can decide our fate, Basket. Oh, why? Um. Okay. Uh, Mega Lucario. Mega Lucario is unfortunately correct. Um, Wait, unfortunately that is correct. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you trying to rig this, huh? Uh, no, it's correct. It's correct. Uh, so you guys, you guys are correct. You guys get four points for today, then. Um, Mega Lucario has a base base uh, base speed of one twelve. It turns out just faster than Mega Metagross, and so no, I... that changes up the standings uh, significantly. Um, so let me let me do my quick uh, my quick little magic. Uh, highlight. We go data, and then we're going to sort the column from Z to A. So, Dr. Shamu is in first place with eight points. Uh, tied for second place, we have Sublime and Basket with five points. Woo! Uh, Come on, in Sublime. Fourth place, in fourth place, we have Maximus with four points. And tied for fifth place, I guess it is, is uh, Jushiro, Snag, and Scrawn with one point apiece. Uh, oh, and Whimsicott. My bad. Whimsicott also gets a point. Um, so everybody else has yet to get on the board. That's on them, not, not on us. So <laughs> that is it for this, uh, issue of Puckle's Poke Quiz. We're going to take a short break, guys, and we'll be right back at you with the topic. Greetings, listeners. It's the Puckle Shadow President Scrum here to reveal top secret information about the league's behind the scenes behavior. For those who are not yet aware, Puckle has begun top-secret operations on our Discord server. 
To join us there, visit our website and click on the chat tab. Our website also has a variety of extra features, including badge earning and the ability to listen to older episodes. Lastly, be sure to send in mailbags to pucklepodcast at gmail.com so that you can tell everyone how much you adore me. Listen, see you on the dark side of the flip-flop. <laughs> and welcome to the topic. The topic this week is going to be third version games. And so, of course, we have Shamu here to talk about this with us as well. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you today, Fetch. It's definitely not Scrawn. <laughs> uh, Shamu's internet went out, so we had to replace it with Scrawn. I don't know what you're talking about, Seth. I'm Dr. Shamu. <laughs> okay. But we're going to be talking about uh, third third version games. It's going to be a blast. Um, so, because so, we, what we exactly we... defines a third third generation or third version game? <laughs> Can you cut it out? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So a third version game, and we look at what they've done in the past. Uh, we definitely tried recording this beforehand, but it did not happen. And it's look, it's really hard with Scrawn now. So, <laughs> um, so we had games such as Yellow Version, which incorporated things like Pikachu getting all the starters. They typically add new things. Then you have Crystal Version, which uh, focuses a story around a legendary Pokemon as a, instead of the legendary Pokemon kind of just being there and part of the lore of the game. Um, in addition to that, you also have um what what else is there usually there's a lot of things um you have uh emerald version which brings together all all of the mascots from the box arts together under one one unifying story also and you, then, you typically have all the all the pokemon available to catch from both versions that's not true entirely well there i think there's another exclude there's more exclusive that happen then i think it's stuff that was like super easy to catch in the first two Right. There were a few actually in Emerald that you couldn't get, like Zangus. Yeah, there's. And, yeah, there's uh, yeah, I think there's. Uh, there's still version exclusives in the third versions. Uh-huh. Because they have yet to make a game that you can like catch everything in. They mix and match them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like in the case of like uh, what was it in Emerald with Mawile and Sableye, they just changed where you could like normally you could find Sableye in Victory Road and in uh, Granite Cave, mm. but you can just find Sableye in Granite Cave and you can just find Mawile in Victory Road. The more you know. Yeah, I I believe you, Scron. I believe you. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to look this up actually, but you no, know, they uh, you have that, and then uh, of course the third version that deviated the most would be Black and White Two. We'll, we'll count that in the third version world. Actually, maybe um, you can find Sableye in Vic- Victory Road as well. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I need to find um, this out too now. Yeah, no, I think uh, you you really piqued my interest, Scron. We didn't have this in the first cut, and now we have this in another cut. <laughs> so, um, version exclusives. There's always version exclusives, though. Um, okay, yeah, I'll, you can find Mawile in Victory Road. Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah. Uh, all right. Not, so, I think it's super rare, though. Here, let's find out. Oh my it's gosh! A, actually, Stop no. Going it's just, down the rabbit hole. It's just a five percent chance, actually, and it's Stop. only in the basement. Stop going down the rabbit hole, and 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 so. How far does the rabbit hole go? <laughs> uh, and so, but let, let's get back on topic. So, third version games. You had, uh, uh, I think, I think there's a few things to address there, not just like what they've done in the past, but also where they are going forward. And I think one of the big things is. Uh, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon definitely look like the best ones that, so far, in my opinion. Uh, you guys can choose to agree or disagree with me. 
Uh, I don't know enough to agree or disagree. Yeah, um, you don't know enough. They look, they look very promising. Yeah, they they do. They definitely do. I don't know. Like Emerald is my favorite game of all time. So like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. It doesn't. I, I, do does Ultrasun and Ultra Moon have a Battle Frontier thatch? You answer that we, for me. Nobody knows. Actually, it looks like it was leaked a few weeks ago that Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon uh, are returning with the Battle Tree. Uh, uh, and, yeah, get get not hype. <laughs> there <laughs> is to, no hype here. Th- there is none. Uh, zero hype. So, but moving moving on though, let, let's talk. I wanted to talk about sales numbers just to get an idea of how we can use uh, we can use those to guide Pokemon as a business. Evidence. Uh, is showing as to why one there wasn't a Z version. I just want to I want to put that question to bed. Why there wasn't a Z version, and put another question to bed because Kalos um, sucked in that. Uh. I mean, maybe a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> and then the other one is I want to. I'm worried about the. Uh, I want to. I want to try to answer what we can expect from Sun and Moon as a as a new third version game, which looks like a director's cut, more like a director's cut of a video game than ever before and so if we look at red and green um red green and blue uh those sold uh, 31 million copies worldwide uh pokemon yellow released two years later and sold 14.6 million copies which is nutsos wow yeah right uh so the follow-up game pokemon gold and silver sold 23 million copies uh crystal version was not nearly as successful as pokemon yellow um, at 6.3. So you can, you, this is going to start the trend if you're going to see, um, third version games starting to sell, uh, just a little bit less than half of what was sold prior in like the initial release of these games. Um, Ruby and Sapphire, you see a sales number of 16.2 million. Emerald version got 6.3 million. Uh, pretty much the same as Pokemon Crystal. Now, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. You get a sales figure of 17.6 million, which is really good. It's better than Ruby and Sapphire, I'd like to point out. So Gen 4 for the win. And um, Pokemon Platinum sold 7.6 million, again, beating uh, beating Pokemon Emerald version. Now, this is where things start to get hairy. Um, so remember that 17.6 million figure from Diamond and Pearl. Black and White sold 15.6 million, so 2 million less. And... Uh, Black and White 2 sold more copies, but that's because of people like me who buy both copies um, of a two-version game, and they sold 8.52 million copies of Black and White 2, which doesn't bode well for, like, Gen 5 in general. But to be fair, I think we can all agree, like, amongst us, that Gen 5 was probably the weakest entry into the series. Um, Except for the story. I think the story was good. I Uh, like the gameplay, too. I don't know. Having, having, I think the idea of a soft reboot turned people off. Oh, go ahead, basket. My bad. Four. I'll still say that was the weakest one. Wow. I disagree. Wow. I don't know. I just. I don't know. I think about Pokemon Trazi was the weakest link. Well, I'm talking about main series games. <laughs> <A> Pokemon <laughs> Trazi is a main series game. No, absolutely not. <laughs> because if that were true, we'd all know the best entry into the Pokemon franchise was Pokemon Conquest. Um, uh yes <laughs> well actually maybe not i i don't know I'll, I'll go on, i want another pokemon gale of darkness <laughs> <laughs> all right so moving on uh moving on i think i think if you look at those sales figures though for like a two version like sequel being sold at 8.52 million 
as opposed to like make doubling or, you know, maybe a time and a half what Platinum did. I think that just bodes well. And that's probably why we didn't see a third version game in Gen 6. In addition to the fact that Kalos wasn't great, according to Basket. Um, okay, and okay. Let me let me let me preface that. Okay, so um, Kalos yeah, go for it. was great. Uh, like like the place, um, the uh, the Mega Evolutions, and the fact that it went into this awesome fully three D everything amazingness that was awesome. Why Kalos sucked was the people in Kalos. The people sucked. The story didn't exist. The story yeah. sucked. Everything sucked uh, about it except for the Pokemon. Yeah. Like uh, one of the things I like about. Uh, or I, I like to make fun of for the Gen 6 storyline is like you meet Lysander and it's basically immediately apparent that he's the villain. And it's like, <laughs> I'm going to recreate this world. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what I'm talking about? Like, like if only there was some way to just wipe humanity off the earth. <laughs> you know, you're, you're right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> you're definitely right. But like, I, I, I think that's the reason though we didn't see a gen, a gen three or gen six, um, third version like Z was because I think they took that time to regroup and be like, okay, we thought we were taking a step forward by making sequels, and that apparently wasn't what people wanted. I, I would, I would gather that it was still Gen five was a weak entry into the series and doing a follow up to that. Probably wasn't the best idea. Though, to be fair, I think Black and White 2 were the redeeming qualities of Gen 5. I would agree with that. Um, yeah. I think I think they were the redeeming qualities. And so I think with Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, we're seeing... Uh, because th- they realized after Black and White 2 that 8.52 million figure. Uh, do you know how much... I, I know Basket knows this because I, I showed this to him earlier. But Scrawn, do you know what the, uh, how, what the sales figures for Pokemon Omega, Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire are? 5.5. Say 5.5. Is it... Is it five point five? No, it's thirteen point seven. <laughs> oh uh, my god, bastard! You're misleading me. Thirteen point seven million. But you, you notice how that's larger than like eight point five million? Um, like almost. <laughs> I hate so, nostalgia people. Right. That's exactly the reason because these remake remakes sell really well, and they've learned this throughout the series because Heart Gold Soul Silver sold twelve million copies. And uh, the only ones that didn't do too well were Fire Red and Leaf Green. And by not doing too well, I mean they sold 12 million copies as opposed to like 13 million. So if, if you can do if you can do 12 million copies of a game as opposed to 8 million copies of a game, you're going to make the 12 million copies, right? Yeah. Um, you're gonna, so that's why we got Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire as opposed to um, as opposed to Gen 6 Reloaded. And. I think I think at some point that we'll get like our Kalos return, but it's going to be in like twenty years when we get Pokemon Gen Six remakes, or when we get a open world game where you can. Oh my gosh! Please don't regions. do that. We're not we're not going there next. That's next week. Next week's topic. <laughs> next week's topic. <laughs> because I just have so many opinions on why an open world Pokemon game is just not the way for the series to go. I think you're just being inflexible. You would be you would be wrong. Just saying. <laughs> No, I wouldn't be, but it's fine. We need uh, a MMO. <laughs> oh my gosh, don't be that guy. So, so we'll moving on. Procedurally generated. Moving on, moving on though. I, I think we could we could use this data to back up. Uh, so we, we've quashed the rumor of why, or we, we answered the question why um, Z version probably didn't exist. It's probably because it was not, fi- it didn't look like it was financially viable. 
they really surprised me by doing a third version of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon because I didn't expect them to do a third version ever again after the flop that was I'm put it flop. A game that sells 8 million games isn't a flop technically, but the flop that was uh was Black and White 2 for the Pokemon series. Um I think I think doing that versus the uh versus doing uh like just a full on remake because gen 4 remakes are obvious they're coming at some point we're all we're all screwed because look at the pokemon 20th movie mm-hmm. like uh scrawn you've already seen it it comes out in uh, i think 2 weeks 3 weeks for the for the american audience it's good uh, yeah i i I've, I've read the synopses it looks really good but if you look at the promotional material uh ash's new companions both only have gen 4 pokemon uh, there seems to be an emphasis there, and the last time they they like blatantly like drop Pokemon from a prior gen there. I mean, there's um, a Lucario. Yeah, there's a Lucario and a Piplup. Uh, yeah, there's a Piplup too. That's right. Wait, hold on, uh, I think that's Spoilers. it. I mean, Spoilers. Pikachu dies. Spoiler. <laughs> and so does that's not that's not true either. Um. Okay. So we're gonna we're 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 gonna keep going uh, <laughs> despite okay. that. Despite that, spoilers, spoilers or yes, spoil what? No spoilers. Spoilers aren't happening. Uh, okay. And so, or, but if you look at those, like the last time they did something like that, I believe was in Arceus and the Jewel of Life, Pokemon the movie twelve. Why I know this information befuddles me because I hate watching like a lot of those middle movies, <laughs> and, and like a lot of Pokemon movies really upset me. I think like after eight, I'm really just done with them, but. We got, uh, but if you look at uh, if you look at Arceus and the Jewel of Life, Arceus and the Jewel of Life included a lot of cutscenes with the Johto starters in it. Mm-hmm. And right after Arceus and the Jewel of Life, we got the announcement of Harkold Soul Silver. Yeah. So that's uh, I think that's another big indicator. Okay. I don't know. I think they like to use the media to drop in hints, and maybe they're just doing it for like fan service. Maybe they're doing a red herring. Uh, um, well. I don't know. Okay, so, like, Piplup and Lucario are both super, like, famous Gen 4 Pokemon. Yeah, but why wouldn't they just have it, like, with a cameo with Dawn or something like that? Uh, maybe know? it's more of a, like, we're trying to be inclusive to all the generations type of thing. I Were there were there any Gen 3 heavy references in the movie? You've seen it, I haven't. I mean, it's been a while. Uh, if something comes to mind, I'll let you know. I thought there was, like, maybe a Sceptile or something. I don't know. Okay, I, I can believe that. Because, I mean, from, from the promotional material I've seen, I see a lot of Gen 1, I see a lot of Gen 4, and I see a lot of Gen 7. Yeah, those were, like, Pokemon-wise, like, the th- some of the most popular gens, I mean. Yeah, I, I popular, put that in quotes as well. But, I mean, you also have Ho-Oh with Gen 2, you get some Gen 2 love there. You get lots of Gen 2. Yeah, I, from, the, from what I've read, you get a lot of Gen 2 love. But we, I don't want to go into that movie too much, uh... Because I think for that week I'm going to try. I think Beaverla and uh, Tanamon are coming down to see the movie with uh, with me, and I might have uh, a couple of people on the show that week. I might have like Beaverla and uh, and my wife on the show that week, and we can talk about the movie. <laughs> I think it'll be a lot of fun. The like the movie's good, but just like the whole time you're watching it, question: Why is Marshadow in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, it's, it's like a. They like took some of the best episodes and then they like merged them all together sequ- like in a movie. Mm-hmm. That's the best way I can describe the movie. And then they add like an extra part at the end. Okay, that sounds interesting. Like a super letdown. No, no, it's no, good. It's it good. Looks, it's definitely it looks, good. 
I think it. I from what I've seen, it's done very well. Basket. Yeah. So so in two weeks, you should come and fly out and see me. Yeah. And we'll go see the movie together. Thanks for the advice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not too difficult, right? It's like two weeks. You, you're not doing anything, right? Uh, just come in for like a day and we'll turn and burn. You'll come see the movie and leave. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, that'll, that'll because be that's a worthwhile. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I want to keep on going with this third version stuff, though, because I think we can use this to speculate about Sun and Moon. I think Sun and Moon is going to try to take black and white. And, or black and white too, and kind of take that concept and move it a little bit in the direction back towards like uh, a third version redo essentially. And we're going to, I mean, obviously we're seeing a lot of like story changes and stuff like that, but I think it's going to answer a lot of the questions. And I, I, I think this all just falls into the promotional material. We're seeing a lot of questions answered um, that were left open from sun and moon, right? Like Nick Crosma, what is it? What is it doing? I think that's the biggest one. Uh, I think we're going to see the Aether foundation, in a new light. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't think we're going to see, uh, I don't think we're going to see team uh, skull in a new light. I think they're still going to be punks. <laughs> I mean, but, not like they're scary. <laughs> I'm really excited though. Cause we're going to get, we're getting new. We're getting, it looks like we're getting new areas with like the ultra megaopolis or whatever it is. Yeah. That sounds, that's, yeah, it's really exciting. I, I, we're getting new areas with that. We're going to be able to go fight the ultra beast in their own home habitats. Uh, I, I'm sure you, both of you saw that, right? Yeah, and that's that's super like, cool because the fighting the Ultra Beast um, was so so lame, in my opinion. Like in you're, you're of, right, like, you're absolutely here, right. Here you have these amazing, like, cool new Pokemon, and then you're just like, oh, there's three over here. Try and catch one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I I think that I'm really excited for the Ultra Beast story to be expanded upon, just because what they did in I was so hyped for Ultra Beast when Sun and Moon were announced because I'm just like, oh man, we're going to get like a cool JRPG like play on Pokemon yeah, with like these bosses that maybe are Pokemon, maybe aren't. And they could play that throughout the whole game because maybe you have to go to each island and like beat one of them. That's what I thought originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, turned out I was wrong. It's just like this really poopy looker side quest at the end of the game. And... Uh, I love Looker, and he's a great character. But I think they, I think they misused him in that game, or yeah, in that game. That's what that's what it was. It was a game, not a movie. I and definitely agree with that. Uh... I think they, I miss, the, I think they misused him horribly, and I, I don't know. I'm really excited though for like, even if this is post game, like going to see the Ultra Beasts in their own little worlds. I'm okay with that. At least it adds some lore to it. Other than these things are here and they're freaking out, you know. And I, I want to see Buzzwell come out of a volcano and be like, I'm going to flex on you. <laughs> and <laughs> I was my ex. Like exotically tropical. His place was. And then it was like, he comes out of volcano. And I was like, okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm still really, I'm really confused by that. I, I want to see the rest of them. Cause like, you get to see, I think Zerka trees, um, Nihiligos and, uh, and just buzzwolves in the trailer. And so I'm excited to see the rest of them. I'm glad they haven't shown us the rest of them yet, though. I'm sure they'll spoil that for me. <laughs> the, the, the one thing that I do want to see though, is um, I do want to, I want to see if they're going to do a new Alolan Pokemon because that seems to be a trend they're doing. Cause they're adding a new ultra beast. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I think Alolan Pokemon like Johto Alolan Pokemon are possible. Yeah. 
And I think I think that's the next step. I mean, there's still a month left, and I'm sure we're gonna get like two to three more trailers before then. Yeah. Of just more gameplay hyping up that game. Mm-hmm. And we'll know I guess we'll know here in like the next week or two. I'm terrified that um they're going to do the same thing with Alolan Pokemon as they did with Mega Evolution Pokemon. And in the next gen after Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, uh, they're just going to be sidelined or it's going to be incredibly difficult oh, absolutely. or painstaking to try and get them again. And that really, really upsets me. I'm going to I'm going to let you know right now that that's going to be exactly what happens. Well, uh, <laughs> that's going to be exactly what happens. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I want, Basket. I, want my I, I, I think I think. I think we're going to see – we might see more regional variants. I wouldn't be surprised if Gen 8 includes it, but I feel like Gen 8 moving to the Switch is going to is going to try to stay as pure Pokemon as it can just because they're making that crossover. What do you mean? Like, are they actually – like, I I always assumed that they were, that they were just going to do some sort of remake for the Switch. I never thought that they would, like, put, like, a full new Gen in um, – Oh, it's going to be a new gen. Like, I they 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 still have some patterns left. Uh, if they're moving to a new console, it's going to be a new gen, and that I I think everybody hopes it's a remake, but I don't think that's going to be what it is. In a lot of their interviews with Game Informer, uh, Masuda and Omori, uh, more or less confirmed that they were just trying to figure out the best way to play it on the Switch. Which, if they're trying to find out like a new way to play Pokemon. They're going to try to do new features. They're not going to give you Red and Blue the remake on the Switch. They're going to go ahead and build you a new game that's made for the Switch. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> I think that's what's going to happen. That's what they typically do for new systems. You get a new game. Okay. And they they typically don't cross generations across systems as well. So, I mean, they also have like a huge hurdle in front of them when they're going to the Switch because not only that, not only do they have to get the game working, they also have to get PokeBank working on the Switch because Bank was supposed to be their one size fit all solution for like the future of Pokemon transfer. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not looking forward to Pokemon Bank crashing when it comes out on the Switch just like it did the first time. <laughs> because they chose like the world's worst time to like put Pokemon Bank on the Switch. They're like, oh, we'll release it on Christmas. And Nintendo servers in general were just hurting. And then Pokemon Bank had a flaw in it where it signed into the Nintendo network three times. So it's putting three times as much strain on the network as it should have been. And it was it was sad all around. Sad, it was just sad all, all around. around. Yeah, but that's where we'll end it here today, guys. Uh, we're going to take a short commercial break. And we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. We'll catch you on the flip-flop. Are you sick and tired of just messing around, faking all these battles, and spending your hard-earned battle points and getting nothing in return? You should check out the BP Club Wholesale Battle Point items. We've got three Assault Vests for 48 battle points. You can get six Weakness Policies for only 500 battle points. You heard right, 500 battle points. Olivine City, come check us out. episode and welcome back the pokemon of the episode this week is national dex number oh god um 
is National Dex number 771, Pukumuku, the sea cucumber Pokemon. Pokedex. Read the Pokedex. You got a Pokedex <laughs> entry? Pokemon, son. Um, Pokedex reads, it lives in shallow seas, such as near, near a beach. It can eject its internal organs, which it uses to engulf its prey or battle enemies. Ooh, uh, and so it turns out that new ability it got, Inwards Out, Inwards Out, which like was the whole like point of Pukumuku, turns out to be its most useless ability uh, because it has it has the hidden ability Unaware, mm-hmm. which is significantly better. Uh, 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 that's that's yeah, uh, a debatable fact. Mm-hmm. I was really excited for this <laughs> and uh, go ahead, basket. Utter letdown for me, so. I was upset yeah, about that. I, I believe you. Like it's uh, it, it it could have been so good, but I think unaware is better. Honestly, with uh, I think typically what you run on it is recover, counter, toxic, and I believe soak. Uh, that way you can hit everything. Yeah. Forever. Um, yeah. Uh, so actually, like enters out is pretty bad because its HP stat is only like fifty five base. Yeah, it's garbage. But its defenses are incredible. Yeah, its defenses are base 130 for both of them. It's like a mini Shuckle. It actually shares a base speed stat with Shuckle of base 5. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Unaware, I think, is the better way to run it. You run full HP, full defense investment, and you can't get knocked out by, like, a Charizard. So, <laughs> And you, if you're up against a Charizard X, you just slap counter, you hit it back for as much damage as it just did to you. Twice as much damage, actually, because it's counter. So one of the fun things about this Pokemon is that, based on the other Pokedex entry, its uh, mucus can be used to soothe sunburnt skin. So what I'm thinking is it's like, these Pokemon end up on beaches, and like people are, oh, I'm getting sunburnt, better just pick up this Pukumuku and like rub it all over them. I don't think people do that, though. I feel like that's not a thing. <laughs> also, isn't it in their lore? I think it's in their lore that Pukumuku, like, if, they're, if they sit on the beach too long, they die. Yeah, essentially they dry up because they're yeah. stupid they're they yeah they are tied to one spot so they rely on like people and things to like carry them far away from their spot so they can mm-hmm. come back to the spot yeah if you because in, um it they get, they, they get back up they're good yeah they just come back because they like their spot <laughs> it, there's a there's actually there's actually a mini game in sun and moon that you can go to and you can actually you get paid to like throw the pukumuku back into the ocean it pays a decent amount too. Yeah, <laughs> like it's. Uh, I like. It. I like what they've been doing recently with like these little mini games to like make you extra money. They did that the same thing in X and Y in uh, Lumio City that you could go work at the hotel and make a little bit of extra money just by doing like these little mini games. So keep it up. Uh, I really. I that's. I'm kind of excited for Mantine Surf in the same way because of that. Yeah, can we talk about Mantine Surf real quick? I am so stoked uh, for that. Real quick. <laughs> Are you gonna surf on a Pukumuku? Um and then let's <laughs> uh I, I was looking to see if there is a Pukumuku card in rotation and there is one. There there is uh from the Sun and Moon set. Um get prepared to be underwhelmed. Uh sixty um, HP water type Pokemon. Uh its ability is innards out. If this Pokemon is your active Pokemon and is knocked out by damage from your opponent's attack, put six damage counters on the attacking Pokemon. It's like a worse Turtonator. Um, <laughs> or, or an almost as good burst balloon. Bursting balloon. It's like, 
Um, and for one water energy, it does continuous tumble for 30 times, and it's 30 times the number of uh, heads you get until you get tails. So you're doing, on average, 15 damage every turn, I'd say. Uh, nice. Um, because you have to not get tails when you flip the first time, and then there's a good chance you're just going to do he- tails the next time. And uh, I love the, I love the continuous tumble attack that's on like every card that's ever existed. Uh, <laughs> like I, I've learned playing the TCG and paying more attention to it recently in the past couple of years. Like they just reuse a lot of Pokemon attacks. They really do. they just reuse them. They just reuse attacks, and they they they're very consistent about what those attacks do if they use the same name. Like almost always, if there's a psychic attack, it's based on how much energy people are are attached to different things, and like good on them. They like they they are incredibly consistent. Um, let's see. Any trivia on Pukumuku? Pukumuku has the lowest base speed of all water type Pokemon. Um, nice. And Pukumuku is the only Pokemon that can learn TMs outside of the move it le- moves it learns by leveling up, but cannot learn hidden power, frustration, or return. Wow. It can't learn hidden power? What is this? What's wrong with you, Pukumuku? It doesn't learn very many attack moves at all, actually. I think it's just so. I think they want to prevent it from learning like a physically attack, like a move that can actually do damage. Yeah, like it can't. It can't learn a move that can do damage. Well, I mean, I guess bide. Yeah, does it get bide? It does. Um, would you look at that? It does. That's the only attack it can do to do damage. Yeah, but that's more like a. That's almost like a counter, though. Yeah, it's like a double counter. Yeah. Interesting. It's like a worse counter because you know what's going to happen. Wow, Pukumuku is awful. Um, <laughs> that's some good trivia, though. Like, that's really good trivia. It's the only Pokemon that can learn TMs outside of the moves by leveling up, but can't learn hidden power, frustration, or return. That is interesting. I like, I like that it has a base 5 speed, but it gets taunt. Yes. <laughs> that's the only way to reuse it. Same thing with Quash. It gets access to the move Quash. Um but it for, so it forces like it forces like lower priority. But the problem is it's the last one to go anyway. So it can't you can't use priority. You can't deprioritize any Pokemon. That's terrible. Fukumuku, what's wrong with you? Ah, uh, Trick Room. Not even. I guess even then, Trick Room's priority of minus six anyway. Like it's awful. <laughs> but actually, I think I think Trick Room's even worse than that. I think Trick Room is like uh, my. I think it's the lowest priority Trick Room. Um, because I think Roar is one priority level above it. Wow. Because I've been running I've been running Roar on Ninetales recently um, in VGC to prevent Trick Room. Because Roar, even though it has like minus six priority. Yeah. Roar has minus six priority. Trick Room has priority of minus seven. So, yeah. I think, I think you'd be able to make Trick Room go even more last. Oh, wow. Uh, so, <laughs> that's about <laughs> it, though. <laughs> Isn't that awful? Wow. <laughs> it's like... Ah, uh, jeez. I don't even know how to describe it. is bad. End of story. Yeah, uh, I think... What what tier is it in? I didn't even say what tier it was in. Probably um, PU. It is in PU. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's in PU. Pukumuku, everyone. The Pokemon of dreams. Uh, it's I'm so sad. a competitive one right now. Oh my gosh, please don't. <laughs> 
Please do, do it. it. It's going to be so bad. I'm going to give them to everyone in Puckle. <laughs> oh, just to everyone. Be um, nice. Now, don't 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 promise things like that because it's going to come back and bite you. I'm inspired now. <laughs> I'm opening my DS, man. Oh, here it goes. All right, guys. So that's it for Pukumuku this week. If you guys want to read awesome articles about Pokemon, you can go check out PucklePodcast.com and read them there. It's going to be a great time. Um, so that's going to be it for the Pokemon of the episode. We're going to switch gears, though, and go head up the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! The mail's here! Check your inbox! It's time for the mailbag! Mail! And on to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. There we go. And <laughs> Pascal, I love that you just came in late. <laughs> and as always, if we deem anybody worthy, we'll give them the Green Tauros badge. Uh, we, we're going to go into the emails this week. We'll see how many we get to. Um, I believe I forget what the mailbag question was last week, but you guys sent an awesome email. Uh, clearly, anyway, the right. mailbag question was Please which Ash Hat Pikachu was your favorite. <laughs> uh, so I would like to say that we had a bunch of emails this time, but unfortunately, there were some very very long ones. So we'll see how many we get to. Yeah. Uh, but um, if you guys want to email on the Puckle Podcast, you can do so at pucklepodcast at gmail dot com. And we'll see. If, hopefully, we'll read your email. Uh, if it, um, so, let's jump right on into it. Uh, this first one's from Linian, and I really wanted to read this one because he brings up some things that I think are some good discussion points that I'd like to talk about briefly. Uh, greetings, Puckle hosts. We have finally had we finally have the 2018 VGC rules revealed. Now, normally, I don't really follow the VGC as a metagame, but with the success that VGC 2017 was, I had my hopes up for a similarly limited format that could encourage strange success like was seen, what was seen in the early parts of 2017's run. My heart sank when I saw that any Pokemon in the National Dex was legal, barring, barring the normal list, presumably. I don't think that we'll be headed for another 2016. This does raise another question about Pokemon that has been bothering me a long time. Oops. Um... I almost lost it. Why is bank part of the format? So I want to answer this question and I'm going to answer some VGC questions here along the way. So uh, 2017 was a great format. Um, it had a lot of fun. It wasn't very centralized. It's starting to get a little bit centralized now, uh, but not super centralized. But I, I want to take a an moment and answer the bank thing. So the big thing that I think was missed in your question, Linian, was that you have to still have the Alola symbol. So yes, there are Pokemon that will be available past the 400 available in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. But I would like to, I would gather that there's things like Landorus Therian that won't be part of this dex because we won't see Landorus Therian catchable in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And which will be really nice because then we won't have another 2015. 2015 was way worse than 2016. Um, I don't care who you are. I, in my opinion, I believe that was the worst part. The VGC tournaments uh, were boring to watch. 2015 was bad because 2015, the top eight was literally the same, the same team. Um, 2016, at least you had the exciting like run of Wolf Glick where he used like an anti-meta team essentially. And it was a lot of fun. So 
2015 just had like this there was this core of like five pokemon that was super solid and couldn't be beaten uh, and so bank being part of the format, I, I want to go on to explain his argument so that we can, we, I, I have some more answers to that. Uh, to clarify, I don't mean to suggest that Pokemon from generations one to six are legal or can't, or cannot be imported in. Um, that's clearly against the rules, but what, what we are left with is a game in which approximately 400 Pokemon can be obtained while the competitive end end use of a pool close to 800 accounting for bans 50 percent of the legal pokemon for competitive usage must be, have a parent imported the use sum by that rough math it's strange that the game forces you to have other games to have anywhere close to full range of options a counter-strike player isn't locked to half of their guns only to be unlocked having a save file from the previous game um so i i would also conjecture that um this is the way i filled my decks in sun and moon very quickly uh, it is very easy to go on the GTS and get a lot of these Pokemon. There's a lot of Breezex on the GTS. Um, it's very easy just to put up like a starter or something. Did you go breed your starter? Hell, you could just do Wonder Trade for an hour. Yeah, honestly, right? <laughs> you can, but you can you can go and breed your starter and then just slap it on the GTS. Ask for any Pokemon you want within reason. Like, don't ask for Dialga for like a Rowlet. I need a level one through nine Dialga. Yeah, that's the worst. But don't, don't do that, and you're more than likely gonna get the Pokemon that you want. If there's a, if there is a, if you make a reasonable trade offer, you will get what you want within an hour. I guarantee it. So I, I don't say that you need other games. I think you just need to trade with people, which I think is something that Pokemon itself tries to encourage is interaction with other human beings. And if you're gonna complain about the decks being bigger than what's in the games, I think this is um, an answer to that problem. Uh, I'm, not, I'm doing this out of friendliness. I don't mean this in any harsh way, Linian, whatsoever. I now, also, don't misconstrue this as a jab. Oh, go for it. Go um, for it. I'd like to point out that... Um, uh, so, I'm a huge fan of Pokemon. Um, I wouldn't call myself necessarily like a casual gamer, but as far as a lot of people go, I guess I would probably be put in that sort of uh, um, uh, box just because I don't do um, the VGC, so I'm not constantly looking for everything. Yeah. Um, and uh so i i see i see the irritation there like it's it's frustrating to have to go through so many hoops um just to get a usable pokemon if you're going to do that sort of thing so mhm uh okay so let's move on no i agree that i believe that's the point he's making and i, I understand it but i think there's ways around it without purchasing another game that's what i'm trying to that's kind of my point uh now there are hoops you have to jump through but i mean that's kind of the way it is when you're trying to save money on things right like if I want to save money on not buying lunch at work, right? I go and I go, I have to spend 15 minutes of my morning making a lunch, right? So in the same way, like if I want to say, if I want to save money and not go buy the game so I can obtain the Pokemon myself, which a lot of people do because it's just easier, right? But if I only want to own Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, I just go to the GTS. I have to spend a little bit extra time to go get those things. That, that That's that's kind of my point. Um, I think that's the counterpoint. Now, don't misconstrue this as a jab as those money, money hoard, hoarding Nintendos. I don't think it's a money play. I do, however, think it locks out new players and especially children. As is, you can't comp- play competitive without three or four games. That was why part of why I liked 2017 so much. All you needed was Sun or Moon, and barring a few version exclusives, you had the whole range of options. Maybe I'm making a big deal over nothing, but it just rubs me the wrong way. Linian, hashtag Puckle10, sent from Pokegear. We still do an hashtag Puckle Ten. Yeah, it's Puckle Ten still until next year when we go when we move to Puckle Eleven. Oh no! Uh, 
Hashtag oh. Puckle turn it up to 11. Uh. <laughs> oh, no. Not, not, not already. All right. Uh, so, you can have this next one from Lamp. Uh, who? Uh, Lamp. Uh, L-A-M-P-C. Did you, get the, did you get the outline open? Yeah, I've got it. Me. Yeah, he's the next you one. You want me to read this one? Yeah, you can read that one. All right. Hello there, noble members of the Puckle podcast. It's Lamp here. I am here to report that I am totally obsessed with Pokemon Gold. I wisely chose it as it's the better version, but I am at red and I'm stuck, so I'm playing Yokai Watch to hold myself over into Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Anyways, I love that they conveniently priced it at $10 like red and blue. I have gotten all the dailies like Lapras and the Bug Catching Contest. They made the game slightly more maneuverable, in my opinion, with the Circle Pad, but I hate that there's only one Rock Smash. Uh, story time, I was at New York Comic Con on Thursday, and I saw Vic Mignogna there. Hmm, I thought to myself, so no, I have a Pokemon poster that says, Fight Me, Q-Rem on it, and Vic, Vic Mignogna's signature on it. So Wait, that's... is that the guy who voiced Keldeo? Uh, Kel- he, he voiced Keldeo, yeah. Oh, okay. Vic Mignogna's a super big like anime voice actor. Like That, was the, stupid that... Li- that was the dumbest line that I've ever heard in but, any movie. From me? No, not from you. From like Fight any movie. Fight me, Kyrim. Fight me, Kyrim. Oh, you, okay. So he's also the guy who voices like uh, Al. No, not Al, but uh, Ed. Ed from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That dude. Uh, so fight me, Kyrim on it, and Vic Mignogna's signature on it. So that's my week in review. So I'll thatch you on the flip flop. Okay, that doesn't make sense. I'm sorry. I don't but... understand. <laughs> Thatch is not a verb. Okay, P.S. My deepest prayers to Jushiro's homeboys in Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, and I wish them well. Good luck in recovery. Yes, yes, yes. I wanted to make sure we read that email because we missed it uh, last week because we recorded like on Friday last week. So, all right, uh, Basket, you want to grab this one from Cert the Absol? I will. <laughs> he loves he loves his sushi. My greetings to the mighty Thatch and his definitely honorable co-hosts. There seemed to have been some misunderstanding last week. I meant to say both Mr. Maximus and Shamu were honorable. My deepest. Okay, that's blatantly false. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not go on. <laughs> My deepest and humblest apologies to the irreproachable Shamu. As you can probably tell from the font of this mailbag, thanks to my sushi vending machine, I have achieved enlightenment. This process began after I ate nine of the free sushi kiong rolls and chased them down with some free Corsola Cola. I'm having my my valet dictate for me while I lie curled up in bed, slowly but surely sipping Dr. Pelipper to settle my stomach. Enlightenment is hard on the digestion. But in my newfound brilliance, my absol brain shining like a million stars, I noticed the first four letters of Megaopolis. In Ultra Megapolis, I noticed that the letters M, E, G, and A are also the first four letters of Mega Evolution. And (laughs) that thing that gives Honorable Absol, like myself, the ability to look like we can fly without actually being able to fly. Sacrilege. But my thought is this. The edgy alternate dimension, dimension is probably more cooler than the one where Absols can never hope to achieve flight through Mega Evolution. And Polis... Sounds like police. People who defend justice. Mega. (laughs) Mega and police. Mega evolution, but with justice. Justice. There can only be one. (laughs) Precognitive underlying conclusion, O leader. My theory, nay, my conviction is this. If I can visit Ultra Megapolis, 
I will finally be able to fly, as is the want of literally every other Pokemon with wings. Thank you, Game Freak, for righting this ancient wrong, and thank you, Mighty Thatch, for providing the means of my enlightenment. Dr. Pelipper, now I am able to fly, as is Wingle's want. Cert the uh, Prepare to be disappointed, man. <laughs> disappointed. Yeah. Um... <laughs> All right, I want to I want to do this last email because it's uh, from Grudkeeper Cobra, and he's uh, he's a cool guy on Discord. So let me let me drop him some lines. Hi, Puckalonians, it's me, your boy, Birdkeeper Cobra. I wanted to just take a minute and say thank you all for the great content. I know we were supposed to talk about Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon news this week, but I wanted to mention something much better that has gotten very little attention. Yeah. Of, of course I'm talking about the Ash Cat Pikachu. Effect. Yeah, this guy. Hey. What's even worse is he knew the real mailbag question, and, like, and he still falls for your, your garbage. Uh, th- did I tell everyone what the big deal is here? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, so I was like, Thatch was like, okay, we didn't get a whole lot of mailbags this week. So I was like, all right, everyone in the Discord channel, let's send in mailbags, but let's not answer the mailbag question. Let's talk about Ash Hat Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, so like we got a ton of emails from Ash Hat Pikachu. Unfortunately, we're unable to read them all, uh, especially <laughs> since some of them were really, really long. Uh, but hopefully we'll get to them another time. Yes. <laughs> um all right, a unique competitive level Pokemon for free. Sign me up. And to top it off, this week was the best regional cap of all. You guessed it, Unova. Who doesn't love Unova with its vastly superior art style? Plus so many cool new Pokemon to choose from. All of my favorites are here. Tepig, Sawbuck, a trash bag, and an ice cream cone. Such creativity. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you, can just feel, you can just feel the sarcasm. I love it. I like this guy. Such an improvement over the e- easily the worst Gen 1. I mean, seriously, only scrubs like Sinnoh. Uh, oh, easily the, the worst, worst Gen. Gen. I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. So he's wrong, but it's fine. Um, anyway, I am so happy to have such a great topic for my first ever email to fuck <laughs> You know, but for life, LOLL, heart, 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 heart. Hashtag where's Gron, hashtag Bo's Rusted Pipes. Right here, man. Bird Keeper Cobra. I like this guy. <laughs> he gets my vote for uh, Green Toros Badge. You know what? Let's do it. I'm a fan. I, Birdkeeper Cobra, if you want the Green Tours badge, go and submit for it on the website. It's yours. <laughs> yeah. It's yours. Also, All really right. Fast. So that's going to be – oh, yeah, go oh, for it. Really fast. I just wanted to say that um, – so the first time that a to, – to my knowledge, for the first time that an American uh, was able to um, actually create um, a Pokemon that got in the game, he created um, a trash bag and the ice cream cone. So. No, he did the ice cream cone and go lurk. Oh, okay. He, he also did Trubbish, right? No, he didn't do Trubbish, I don't think. I was pretty I think sure he did. He did but I prove it to to- me. I think he totally did. Anyway. Fight uh, me, Kyron. All right, so so we should read Claude9's email. It's really short. Okay, you go ahead and read it, Scrawn. Hello, read. Thatch and crew. While it's tough to pick, I think my favorite Ash Hat Pikachu is probably the Hoenn Cat Pikachu. I really like the half Pokeball design for the hat, not to mention the black background with the green symbol. Works really well. Shout out to Sinnoh for being a close second. Hope y'all have a good day. Peace, Cloud9. P.S. Shadow President Scrawn for life! What? <laughs> that's why I wanted uh, to read it. Uh, that's the only reason. Um, okay, so... So I, I'll, first of all, I don't think it was American. I think James Turner is English, if I'm right. He's oh, he's British. not. He, he's not uh, American. He's English, definitely. Oh, okay. Okay. So this is the list of Pokemon he's designed. Uh, Shadow Lugia, actually. Fun fact. 
Um, Vanilla, Vanilla, Vanillax, Golet, Golurk, Volibee, Mandibuzz, Phantom, Trevenant, Buzzwool, and Guzzlord. Okay, Mandibuzz. That's what he, he didn't do Trubbish. Awesome, so. Yeah, so he did, he, like, I can't complain about any of these designs. So, all right, so that's going to be it for the show this week, guys. If you want to email us next week at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, uh, our mailbag question is going to be, uh, what are your, expect? What, what was your favorite third version game? Uh, like from the previous gens, send us in at uh, pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And in the meantime, follow us on all of our social media. You can follow us at Facebook, Twitter, and Reddit. All of those are at our website, pucklepodcast.com. Um, we're also just Puckle Podcast on all of those. Check us out on Discord. There is an invite link in the show notes. Um, there's also an invite link on our website as well for you to join. It's a lot of fun. It's the best place to come and find us and talk to us. Most of us are there almost all of the time. Um, if you want to check out more weekly content, you can do so by checking, following us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast. It's a lot of fun. Scrawn's there. I'm there. Shamu's there. Jushira's there. It's a blast. And you, if you want to check out even more content, I have been making some more stuff for our YouTube, uh, YouTube slash puckle podcast. And if you want to help out the show in a monetary way, you can do so by checking us out on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash puckle podcast. Um, anything you guys can donate is helpful. You get access to weekly or monthly live shows that you can be a part of. You also get access to, um, what's the thing? Uh, you get access to some Pokemon, um, some teams that we build. It's a lot of fun and you get some early access to new content that we're trying out. So definitely, definitely sign up there if you're looking for a way to help us out. Um, if you want to help us out and get more things in return, you can go check out our T public store. The link is also in the show notes. So definitely check it out there as well as our website. Uh, but I think that's it. I hit everything. Uh, I, oh, final announcement though. If you do want to check out that live show, you can check out the live show um, for next weekend, uh, next Saturday, October 21st, uh, around 11 a.m. Eastern is when we're going to do the live, the monthly live show for the patrons. So definitely check it out. Uh, I guess that's it. So I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Scrum. Hey. I'm your buddy Bassie. Yeah. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 